Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from Thankful Homemaker, and I'm so glad you're spending a few moments of your day with me today. On today's episode, my hope is to give you, and really me too, a bit of inspiration as we prepare for Father's Day. But really, the list I'm going through today are just great gift ideas for the men in your life any time of the year, and even some ideas for women in your life too. So from birthdays to holidays to just because you love them. And I was kind of wondering myself when Father's Day started because I always I always think I have that conspiracy theory about Hallmark that Hallmark started everything, but that's not the case. So in 1966, President Lyndon Johnson issued a presidential proclamation honoring fathers and designated the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. And it's now been celebrated annually just since 1972 when President Richard Nixon signed the public law that made it permanent. So it wasn't Hallmark. So with Father's Day just around the corner, and I'm sure there are some of you out there like me who haven't planned ahead for it, and I'm a little early in this podcast as it's coming out because I still think we have a couple weeks, but I'm not a good ahead planner. I'm a great last minute planner, but I know that my husband and my father-in-love, which I love to call my father-in-law, that my father-in-love are just like me when it comes to gifts. I love gifts of time over a gift purchased or gifts where um, much thought was put into it. Don't get me wrong. I love bought gifts too, but there's something special about receiving a handwritten letter or a drawing from a child or a grandchild. And I love to tease my hubby because many years ago, I can't remember how old my son is, but I always say he can never top my Father's Day gift because when I gave birth to our son, we brought him home from the hospital on Father's Day. So I always said that was the ultimate Father's Day gift. So here we go. I'm going to walk through some simple, thoughtful um, ideas that'll hopefully be a help with your last minute plans if you're the last minute kind of planner like me, or these are great to plan ahead a little bit too. So most of them have no cost involved, but they take a little bit of time. And there's some that might have cost, but it's pretty budget friendly. So these are ideas, again, for us as adults to give to our own father, but they're great to help our children to give to our husbands or their grandpas or their great grandpas. And there's some great ideas again here for grandfathers, great grandfathers, and really the men in our lives who have been spiritual fathers for us too. Or think about your pastor or um, who, whoever comes to your mind, maybe a special uncle you have. And what I love most about Father's Day is it's just really another chance we get to be intentional in reminding your dad or husband or grandfather just how much you love and appreciate them. And you can find this whole list at the blog, um, not as much detail as the podcast, but that way you can refer back to it and there's going to be links available. And so if there's ideas that stood out to you, you can head on over to the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com and find them all there after you, you listen in. So let me get started here. So the first one on my list is a phone call. Um, If they are long distance and not close and you can't be with them, how simple and appreciated is that when distance becomes an issue in getting together? 
um, and actually I'm recording this during the COVID-19 crisis, so there may be some issues that you can't get to travel because of that. So a phone call is a great way to spend some time with someone from a distance and Zoom nowadays, so you can video talk too. Another one is a handwritten letter. We all love to receive handwritten notes. I think about that. When I get a handwritten note from somebody, it's like I don't even want to read it right away when I open it. I want to just sit down and savor it because that's just really special. So that's a great way to show dad or grandpa or your hubby how thankful you are for him and of your love for him. And I'm going to share a link to a really helpful example from Family Life today, just if you need a little help on where to begin. But you may not even need that, but that link will be in the show notes. A really simple one is a favorite meal or dessert. Just take the time to plan his favorite dinner and dessert. And if you're not sure, just ask him. All right, here's one. Clean out the garage. Maybe you can tidy his workbench or see if there's any supplies that need to be replenished. Maybe he needs some new work rags or a few new tools, whatever that may be. Don't tidy it and rearrange it too much because I always think I probably wouldn't be overly appreciative if somebody did that to my kitchen, but to just kind of tidy up, I would love that. And then what about washing his car? What about cleaning out the inside and throwing in there a fresh pack of gum or some mints, maybe a pack of tissues and put a water bottle inside and then leave him a sweet little note. Yard work. Who doesn't love to have help with yard work? You can cut the grass. You can weed, tidy up the yard. I would love somebody to weed for me. This is a really fun one. You can write an acrostic, an acrostic poem, name poem. I totally botched that. Um, so it's A-C-R-O-S-T-I-C, acrostic, name poem. And have the kids make a name poem. Use whatever name they refer to them, whether it's dad or father or papa. And think of a descriptive word or phrase for each letter. I'm going to link to a really handy website for some examples in the show notes. But here's an example just using the, the name dad. So D is for devout of strong faith. A is for attentive, paying, attent, paying heed to others' needs. And D is for diligent, that he's conscientious in duty. So I love that. So there's just all kinds of fun things, and you can totally think of your own. You don't need that site, but I'll throw it in there. What about breakfast in bed? Even simply just bringing him a cup of coffee and his favorite reading material, what I'm sure be so much appreciated. I love simple breakfast ideas for days like this, like croissants and fruit and yogurt to have on hand. And then it feels kind of like a spa breakfast. I think that's kind of fun. What about handmade coupons? This is a real oldie, but a goodie. My husband still has, like when I dust in his office, I see he still has coupons that I made for him in years past that still need to be redeemed. I always tease him that I probably should have put an expiration date on them. (laughs) But you can work together here with the kids to make coupons. You can do fun date night ideas to do together or chores that dad can cash on throughout the year. You can, um, if you just Google Father's Day coupon books, you'll get tons of ideas. But just think of things that your dad would love. Things like a car wash, a big hug, breakfast in bed, a walk at a local park, a picnic, a movie night. How about a campfire with s'mores? Just the list can go on and on. So you can have a lot of fun with that one. And the kids can get pretty pretty creative in creating the coupons. Um, 
Have a family conversation night. This is kind of fun. Sit down together with a cup of tea or cocoa and some cookies and a list of questions to get to know one another better. I have a post over at the blog. It's called 90 Dinnertime Conversation Questions. I'll link to it. But these are fun things to do around a campfire, maybe while you're eating some s'mores. Everything, everything is more fun with s'mores, I think so. And you can have fun with s'mores. Goodness, you could use Nutella and peanut butter cups and all kinds of different combinations to make some fun s'more combinations too. Um, A fun one is to print out a photo of you with your dad and frame it. I mean, I'm a grandma now. I love gifts like that. That's like the best for me. And you can do this very simply. You can send a photo to your local Walmart or Walgreens. I'm a big um, Shutterfly user, so sometimes I'll shoot off to Shutterfly and they mail it out to me. But we also, all of us have tons of photos on our phones that end up nowhere. And an app that I've loved is Chatbooks. I've used it in the past. Um, I love it. It's on my phone. It's easy to make photo books from. And lately, though, as a family, we've been utilizing Google Photos to make shared albums and photo books. So you can do a fun shared album in Google Photos for your dad, and then he can just view it at his convenience on his his smartphone or his device or his computer. And you can also make photo books on Google Photos. So that's a fun way to utilize those photos that never seem to get anywhere. All right, so what about a movie night? You can watch dad's favorite movie with him and have his favorite snacks. You can even send him an invite to this, right? Okay, the Avengers movies would not be my first pick because I'm a Hallmark Channel kind of gal, but I know my hubby loves them and he loves when I watch them with him. So um, honestly, though, I don't watch a lot. I'm pretty sensitive to stuff like this, so usually my eyes are closed through half of it, but... I'm there with him sitting, and my favorite is I get to have the snacks too, so that's a good deal. Okay, what about enjoying his favorite hobby? This is great. Does dad like to fish or play basketball or watch sports or take a nap in the backyard? So you can enjoy his favorite hobby with him together as a family. That would be very special. Like my father in love loves to fish, so we love to do things like that with him. How about handprint art? Actually, it's funny if, and I really should start recording these podcasts and put them on YouTube. I'm not there yet, but every time I mention something, so I said handprint art, so I had to put my hand up in the air. You can't see me doing that, but so handprint art, have the kids make handprint art and just write a sweet note to dad or grandpa on it. I still love coming across art pieces from my now grown adult kiddos with their handprints and their little notes and stuff. That's so fun. All right, here's a really simple one and a fun one. How about a favorite snack basket? Just put together a snack basket of all his favorites, from chips to candy to nuts to beverages, whatever he enjoys. This is a sweet one because everybody benefits. Actually, everybody benefits from all these, but here's a sweet one. You can reminisce together, watch home movies, or look through photo books together and just reminisce over past vacations and family memories. We love to do this as a family, not just on Father's Day or special days. We just love to do it when we get together. Or this is a really good one, and I really want to do this with my um, with my husband's, with my father in love. Have a remember night. Um, this is a great one with grandparents when you can just sit and listen to their childhood and growing up stories. You can videotape the time together so you have a memory of it. And I'll link to some sites in the show notes for some helpful questions, but you can come up with your own too. 
This is a great one. You could do it on the computer or handwrite it. You can make something fun, but how about putting together a top 10 things I love about you list for dad or grandpa? And you could do it together as a family and work on it. Okay, here's one. That's um, it's kind of a neat one. You can give your dad the gift of an apology. Is there something in the past that you don't feel you resolved? Is there some way you've hurt your dad in the past? I really think about this from my growing up years. When I was who, still I'm selfish, but when I was just a selfish teenager and I didn't honor my parents, seek your dad's forgiveness if it's needed. And in this episode, I'm not getting into all the various difficulties you may be dealing with in regards to your father. And I don't want you to think that this didn't cross my mind because it did very heavily when I put this episode together. Many of us have been hurt by our dads. Many of us don't have a relationship with our fathers. My birth father gave me up for adoption. So this yearly holiday, and really more so for me as a little girl, it always, it hurt sometimes. And it made me wonder why I wasn't wanted by him. And as I grew and matured, and more so when I came to Christ, the Lord really helped me to resolve those hurt feelings in my heart and really just pray for him. But I did have a grandfather who was a huge influence in my life, even though he passed away when I was very young, but he was very much a father figure to me in those young years because my mom and I lived with him. Um, And then when my mom remarried, my stepdad was a constant father figure, and I'm really grateful for him. And he then he adopted me as his own daughter. But I gained my best father when I married my husband because my husband's papa has been more of a father to me and has loved me well and he's loved me as he would love his own daughter not as a daughter-in-law and best of all for me he loves Jesus and he shared Jesus with me over many many years before I came to Christ so the Lord really used him and my mother in love to just to share Christ with me and he is such an excellent earthly father to me but I'm most grateful that he's a spiritual father to me too so Friends, just love and appreciate your dad where he's at. And if he's not a believer, maybe this is another opportunity to have a gospel conversation with him or to share about God's goodness in your life. Um, And maybe you get that opportunity to have that direct conversation or write him a letter and take him down the path of salvation and of his need for a savior. But the best thing you can do for him in addition to sharing the gospel with him is to continue to pray for him and love on him well. All right, another idea here is to make your dad a playlist. You can put together a playlist of all his favorite tunes to play for the afternoon together. Or what about something that we neglect sometimes to share with him an important life lesson that he's taught you? How many times now as adults do we recognize the wisdom of our parents? Share any lessons that really stand out to you. This is a great one with summer because this episode is coming out in the summertime and Father's Day is in the summertime. So plan a picnic lunch. It's fun to get out to the park to, to just have a picnic and to play together. Or what about give them a great book? There's always time to get a book, either locally or good old Amazon, right? So some of my favorite picks for dads are The Discipline of Grace by Jerry Bridges or Ashamed of the Gospel by John MacArthur. Habits of Grace by David Mathis, and a, one, a favorite one on prayer is A Praying Life by Paul Miller. You could also have a family game night and let him choose the game. I stated this above, but truly, the best gift 
pray for your dad because there is no better gift than the gift of prayer. Take the time that day to pray over your husband or your dad or your grandfather live with him. Um, but obviously on your own time too. I have a post at the blog that has a prayer for your husband on it. That's a great place to start. One of my favorite books on praying for your husbands or dads or grandpas is called Prayers of an Excellent Wife by Andrew Case. It's just taking you through scripture prayers for your dad, or I should say it's really for your husband, but you can work them to pray for other men in your life too. And Charles Spurgeon said, No man can do me a truer kindness in this world than to pray for me. So what about you guys? What are some of your favorite Father's Day gift ideas? Share with us over at the blog or in the comments. I'll throw this post in the Thankful Homemaker Facebook group. I'd love you to share in the comments there if you're one of our group members or if you see it over on social media, on Instagram or on my Facebook page or just in the blog at the comments. I love that because then the comments are there for everybody to see when they come to read the post. And Billy Graham said, I want to leave with this quote before I close with them, the resource of the week. So hang with me too. Billy Graham said, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. So my friend, remember, Jesus is enough always. And I'm so thankful for your time today. And you can find all the links and ideas mentioned today over at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com. If you get a moment, friend, I'd so appreciate if you could leave a rating or review for the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen in. I would so, so love it. It's a huge help in others finding the podcast. It blesses my heart to read your reviews. And I'm just, I'm going to say it again, so, so, so grateful for each and every one of you for listening. Thank you, friend, so much. And my resource this week is a book I'm reading by Sinclair Ferguson called Maturity. It's called Growing Up and Going On in the Christian Life. So that's the whole title, Maturity, Growing Up and Going On in the Christian Life. I got a little confusing when I said that, sorry. But the book, it's set forth, it's kind of got five sections. It has namely growing up, standing firm, facing difficulties, pressing on, and maturity. And at the heart of Mr. Sinclair Ferguson's work, is Paul's mandate for Christ's followers to be mature in Christ. So think of the verse here, Colossians 1.28, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. And then Mr. Ferguson adds, he says, The mature Christian has been finely shaped by the Holy Spirit and has been, quote, filled out in a character which showed the fruit of the Spirit, Mature Christians possess the qualities which only Jesus Christ can produce because he alone has exhibited them perfectly. This is maturity. It is such a great biblical and practical read, friends. I highly recommend it. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So that's all I have for you today. Have a very blessed week, my dear friend. Mm-hmm.